0: Hello and welcome to episode 855 of The Sleeper in the Bust. It is Thursday, September 24th. I'm your host, Paul Spohr, and I'm joined by Justin Mason this morning. Justin, what is up, sir?
1: Nothing much. Just ready for kind of the final push. This is it. We got, what, four days? Right. And it, it, it's time. Like, it's, uh, it's time to win some championships. Time to win some money. And it's going to be wild. You know, we've been talking about it uh, over the last couple
0: episodes about how how much the standings are moving, um, because obviously, you know, we're in September, but this is this is not a normal September by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, we'd essentially be going into June, and we know how much our standings move th- at that time. And so it is going to create some very fun uh, final weekends here. Now, uh, it might not be so fun if you're in first trying to hold on, mm-hmm. but uh, if you're chasing – if you're the chaser, then it could be a lot of fun here. So what we're going to do today is really just talk some streamers, and we're going to go through all the uh, potentially available guys for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Talk about whether or not we're, we're starting them. And you know, I, I didn't go through the uh, the hitters because I mean, there's a lot of pitchers to talk about. Some of them we're just going to breeze through. But uh, if there's any hitting that you that you can think about that would be available. Feel free to mention them, but this is mostly a pitching focus. That's mostly what people are picking up at this point. Um, so let's just start. We got a lot, a lot to cover here. Let's start with Friday, and we'll mention when they're not confirmed. Um, some I'm using the RotoWire projected starters, and uh, some aren't bolded, but I'm like they're definitely starting. Like there, there'd be no reason not to. But I will just point out when it's not, uh, when it's not confirmed. But let's start with Taylor Clark for Arizona versus Colorado on Friday. Are you starting Taylor Clark? Mm,
1: uh I think I might yeah, I mean, Colorado on the road. No Aaron Auto. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's it's on the road. There's no Arenado. Uh I mean Pilar's been playing well. Uh Toppy has been playing well, but, but you those just, who don't scare you. Yeah, you're just not scared up anymore outside of Trevor story so uh, yeah I think if you know I think if I uh, was desperate and he was the top option I might I mean here's the thing you're not gonna get a lot of strikeouts necessarily True. so if, if you're streaming for strikeouts you probably want to go a different direction but if you're streaming for like a cheap win, I think that isn't necessarily an awful option. It's also the second start of a doubleheader, mm. which could mean a little bit more of a B lineup, perhaps. Yeah, that that makes it a little bit more interesting because the more and more I think about it, the more and more I'm. I mean, as much as he's gone deeper in the last few games, he's also given up four earned runs mm-hmm. and two home runs in each of his last two games. So. Yeah, Clark has given up some homers. You know, I, I think I. I, I think it would be a desperation play for Taylor Clark for me. It's it's he is the only or the best option left in my league because I mean, it's not like Arizona's offense. <laughs> he could either. True, so, true. you know, I the think, chance I
0: think I'm going for this, though, in 12 and 15. I don't know about 10. We're going to have better options in 10. And so, you know, we are discussing a range here. Some of these guys are not going to be available in your 15 team leagues at all. But the focus was 10 and 12 teamers. So, um, you know, you, you'll kind of have an idea of the guys who are going to be more 15 team available. Let's let's move to Kyle Wright then for Boston uh, facing Boston for Atlanta, the the prospect with some some real intrigue, but he never really gets it going all the way. He has has a good start here, good start there, but then a couple bomb outs. There's definitely some big risk here if you're streaming him. He is coming off six and a third one uh, innings of one hit ball against a very strong Mets offense. So what do you think about him here against Boston Kyle, Wright?
1: I think I'd prefer Kyle, Wright To Taylor Clark. True. True.
0: Now there's like, um, I don't know, 20, 20 guys available here. Uh, so we're not gonna be able to rank all of them, but, uh, we can do some comparisons like you just did where you compare mm-hmm. one, one to the other here. But, uh, Yeah, I think I would, too. And because you could get that strikeout upside. He definitely is somebody who could go for five, six strikeouts in his five, six innings. Mm -hmm. And Boston's lineup certainly doesn't scare you either.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that start uh, recently against the Mets is pretty impressive. Uh, I I think yeah, I think Kyle Wright so far, he would be uh, ahead of Taylor Clark for me, probably pretty widely available. Uh, in leagues where you know you're looking at those kind of uh, options, you know, bottom barrel options. I think most people are scared away from the 574 ERA, but there's some there you know, there's a little bit of strikeout upside. He's gone at least 6 innings in each of his last two starts. Uh so yeah, I think uh I think I would stream Kyle Wright if I had to.
0: What we can do is kind of keep a uh, king of the hill type of thing and if so mm-hmm. Kyle Wright's at the top now and if, if somebody dethrones him we can we can do it that way as opposed mm-hmm. to ranking them one to uh one to 19 Jorge Lopez is not confirmed for Baltimore going
1: to Toronto but he should never be confirmed for the team.
0: <laughs> but I will say um again that's this is one of the ones in fact all the Baltimore starts for the weekend do not have the bold name on them but I don't know why any of these three wouldn't start uh there's no reason that they wouldn't go so I feel like Lopez will go I hear what you're saying generally, but he's actually been pretty good lately. 6 innings 3 runs against Tampa Bay, 7 innings 1 run against Atlanta. I don't know, there's there's no there's no convincing you.
1: Oh man, I I mean, here's the thing. It's it I guess he I mean, he has been much better. I mean, of his last 6 starts, uh I mean, only one of them has been like truly atrocious. Um, but at least he got six strikeouts in the four and two thirds where he gave up five earned runs. I just think there's so little upside to him. The downside can be so fierce too with Lopez. Yeah, you uh, know, and I have long loved
0: uh, Lopez back when he was on Milwaukee. I think I think he and I were still potting when he was even on Kansas City's organization. But uh, always kind of see that little glimmer of upside in Lopez. Mm-hmm. So I like that he's had some good starts recently. But I don't know, man. I'd have a hard time doing this when I'm in need uh, and, and actually streaming him from, from a position of need. You 15 teamers, you might not have a better option, but I'd be careful. Plus we haven't even talked about at Toronto. Uh, yeah. And I mean, that's... I
1: think especially for 15 teamers, I think the, the general uh, thought is, well, you know, I just need the st- a few strikeouts. I just need the win. Um, and this, you know, especially if you're pitching on like the last, you know, two days, uh, You I mean, he, he's on Friday, so it's a little bit different. But, I mean, it may actually be better than some of these streamers to go get a middle reliever and try to do what we did at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, is, you know, attack these playoff teams uh, that aren't going to let their guys go longer than like four innings um, and see if you can get the, you know, the long reliever and pick up a cheap win that way. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I think that that's, uh, that's the right way to go. Uh, Chris Mazza uh, for Boston going against Atlanta. I think that's kind of an easy no, unless you've got yeah, some no. Mazza thoughts that you really want to get out there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think we can move on to our next guy here. He's not going to dethrone Kyle Wright, who's currently our king of the hill. Um, Moving on then, we have Dylan Cease, who has more availability than I thought. That's why I included him here. Like I said, you 15-teamers might not have... Him, he's at 48% in ESPN leagues. But uh, the ESPN 10 team head-to-head that I have, he did have him available. So I was like, okay, well, he's on the cusp. Check your waiver wire. Um, against the Cubs, would you go with Dylan Cease? The Cubs offense has been sputtering of late. We know what kind of upside he can have. But we know what kind of downside he can have. And we showed it in that last outing. Hey, mm-hmm. Justin, he threw um a no-hitter last time out. <laughs> seven guys
1: i i kept waiting for him like you know to walk off the mound and take the mask off and it be carlos marmol <laughs> underneath <laughs> he's like ah i
0: fooled you all along yeah three no hit innings but seven walks so he still gave up three runs uh did have five strikeouts you know th- there is a, a level of volatility there i will say has not given up uh More than four earned at all this year did have that one inning or that one uh, outing against Detroit where he gave up five runs, but only one was earned. So the earned run averages is is solid, but there is a little bit misleading. Uh, I think it's a little misleading because it can really go south with all these walks. In Mm -hmm. fact, if you look over Dylan Cease's last seven, he has more walks, 26, than strikeouts, 25 in 34 and a third innings. I actually don't think he's enough to dethrone right for me. I'm, I'm keeping right at the top.
1: Ooh. Um, yeah, I think... I mean, the Cubs are a team that is are pretty patient. They're you know, ninth in the league in, in walk percentage. So, yeah, I think I would... If it was a less patient team, I might be more interested in Cease. But I think I'm probably... Uh, I mean... Here's the thing, if, if you're really shooting for the moon, like, Cease is one of those guys that, you know, could could go off. Um, option with strikeouts. I, yeah. I, I do
0: understand the upside, but, man, that walk rate just terrifies me.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, I, th- I think it is one of those, uh, I'm shooting for the moon, and I think, you uh, know, there's probably better options. I mean, Cease is, I know he's available, you know, more available in, in 10 and 12s, but... Uh, in 10 and 12s, there's a lot more other guys available that we'll like exactly.
0: later. Including this next guy who could dethrone uh, Kyle Wright atop the heap here, Spencer Turnbull. And uh, he's going to be facing, he's going 2KC, which is a nice nice little uh, outing potential there. Really sharp in his last outing, six innings, two runs, seven strikeouts against Cleveland. He's kind of up and down, um, you know, just looking at it. Zero five zero five two are his earned runs. Over his last five. A little bit maddening there. So you know what kind of risk you're getting. Add it all up. It's a four ERA with 25 strikeouts in 27 innings, though. What about Spencer Turnbull at KC?
1: Yeah, I think I would take the gamble there. uh, Especially because it's at KC. So, you know, nice park to pitch in. Nice team to Mm -hmm. pitch against. Uh, He was impressive against Cleveland, though. That's not necessarily... The biggest of obstacles, but uh, I mean, either is Kansas City. So uh, it's definitely one that can blow up, but I think any of these can blow up. And uh, I mean, he's only given up two home runs this year. So as long as he does a good job keeping men off the base paths via the walk, I think he'll be okay. Exactly. And that's why I like him. And I actually think he's going to dethrone right for me. Yeah, me as well.
0: Okay, this next guy, Jose Urquidy. Uh, has some decent availability too, 38% at ESPN, and they cater to tens uh, with some twelves in there. So you shall, or folks, have to go look, make sure KD's not available. 15 teamers, I don't think he's available, no. but he goes to Texas, and uh, he's a definite yes
1: for me. Oh, um, for sure. I mean, I, I think of the the Friday starters. Um, I mean, just off the quick glance, I think he's the number one option. I mean, I he, agree. He's gone at least six innings in each of his last three starts. Uh, he hasn't given up uh, more than two earned runs uh, in his last two starts. He's given up a total of two walks. He's got some strikeout upside that we didn't see it in the last outing. Uh, I yeah no I think Urquidy and I mean Houston needs to win.
0: That's the thing <laughs> they need they're fighting man. Um, and I will say you know hasn't had the strikeouts this year, but his one seven strikeout outing came against this Texas team mm-hmm. so. I think he's the king of
1: the hill for sure. And it's and, at uh, Texas, which is nice for pitchers.
0: Exactly. So he may not he may not get dethroned here. Let's go to St. Louis. Or excuse me, to uh, Milwaukee. Who's facing St. Louis? They do have a doubleheader. These are both not confirmed, but I'm looking and I'm thinking I don't know who else they would go to. So it seems like Josh Lindblom is going to get the uh, the, the first start, and then it has uh, Eric Lauer as a primary after Brent Suter opening. Um, they'll do something like that. But let's focus more on, on Lindblom. We can talk about Lauer here in a moment. But uh, Josh Lindblom versus St. Louis, I'm definitely looking at him here. I think I would pick him up in, in shower leagues, too. He, he's more widely available than almost anybody that we've had here because he's um, he's been up and down this year. And I think he was coming back off an injury just recently, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, and since coming, you know, since kind of getting back to a full-time uh, uh, starting well, he's role. coming out of the bullpen excuse me yeah, yeah. Yes. so he was he's... in the bullpen
0: for a little while so he's he started his last two
1: yeah and the last two you know five innings five innings and a third a total of one earned run given up between the two starts yeah i think he is right up there with Yukiti. i still uh prefer Yukiti just because of the matchup and where mm-hmm. it's being played but i do like uh i do like bum in this one
0: Really, really like him as well. Only nine percent at ESPN, so it should be pretty widely available even you fifteen
1: teamers. And, and if if you're playing in a league uh, that you know is one of those points leagues or uh, gives like extra bonuses for complete games, this is a double header. It's only seven innings. Yes. Uh, if he's if he's rolling, maybe Milwaukee lets him roll all the way through. Agreed, especially because they have
0: another game right after that. They might want, want to, to save cool. the bullpen. He went five and five and a third in his last two outings with 77 and 74 pitches respectively. It was five shutout innings against this St. Louis team. Lindblom kind of close to, to being the king of the hill there. I'm gonna keep Arcidi at the top, but uh, maybe Lindblom is our is our more available king of the hill. Whereas
1: yeah, Urquidy, I think is like one A and and Lindblom is in one one uh, B right now. Exactly.
0: Would you look at Lauer? As somebody to consider, particularly in like a head-to-head where um, you have a starts limit, because he's not uh, well. Again, this is not confirmed, but the, the setup that RotoWire has is that Brett Suter would open, and then Lauer would would be the primary. A- any interest there, despite I mean he's been brutal this year, so yeah, no, but he's coming, coming off injury.
1: I think the upside is just too dangerous. Um, that. It's, I mean, last two outings, uh, you know, three innings, uh, six earned runs, three and two-thirds, seven earned runs, and only two strikeouts in each of those games— so it's like where – I mean, if you're trying to sneak a cheap win, I just think there are better options.
0: Yeah, and he may not even do it. He's actually back at the alternate site after getting called up for a previous doubleheader against the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So we don't even know if he's going to be called up for that. That was just a speculation. I'm sure he will. I, I agree. Yeah. I, I think he'll be brought up. with Some some arm will uh, to be the 29th guy, uh, but I don't think I want to mess with, with Eric Lauer. Uh, Rick Porcello at Washington. Where is your interest level with – the Cy Young Thief.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I hate have Rick I Porcello. So, like, I, like if my season is coming down to Rick Porcello, I'm going to feel really uncomfortable. I know he was really good in that last start. That uh, was
0: one run, ten strikeouts against Atlanta.
1: Yeah, only two walks. Uh, I know. I just. No way for me. Yeah, I just I just couldn't do it.
0: Um, I think a lot of people will pick him up because of how good he was. And, oh, man. I just I agree with you. I don't want. I know, I know Washington
1: not. isn't like the greatest of teams this year, but they still can do some damage. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm just not 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 doing it with uh, Porcello. Agreed. E- easy pass for me.
0: Uh, next up is Jay Happ, who's who's not confirmed, but I don't know why he wouldn't pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's more available than I thought too. 33% at ESPN leagues. He's been pitching pretty well of late. I'm certainly considering him. And uh, so make sure you check your wires to see if he's available. His numbers are way too good to only be 33. I- I'm really stunned by that number at ESPN. I don't know what ESPNers are doing. He's been awesome for a while now, for over a month. If you look back at his last um, six starts, now he only has six starts in that time because he's missed uh, time due to injury over the course of those six starts. So even if you just isolate it since he returned on August 29th, you see Jay Happ has a 199 ERA, 33 strikeouts, three
1: walks. I don't know that it was it injury. I thought there was Um, – he's got a vesting option. It seemed like the Yankees oh, might they, have been playing games. Yeah, I think oh, they were wow. my 8 ing <laughs> so. yeah, He had two, two walls
0: there of 10 mm-hmm. and 12 days. Because he even complain right. yeah, publicly
1: right. about it, yeah. You're uh, right. Um, that, wow. That they were trying to get away with not hitting – that vesting option, but uh so I, I don't think it is necessarily injury, but like you said, he like last three starts, he's been really, really good uh and I mean, you know, Miami can tear the cover off the ball at times, but I think this is one you take the shot on uh if if you need uh if you need the win because I think you know the it's it's early enough in the weekend where I don't think the Yankees are gonna be completing completely mailing it in,
0: yeah, because um I mean. They can't really change their seating.
1: No, they can't. The Rays have clinched that division. Yep, they're pretty much locked in as um, a five. Yeah, so I don't. I don't think it's gonna be. Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess they could flip flop with the Indians, but uh, u- ultimately, so, um, yeah. Ultimately, I don't think that. Uh, wait no no
0: no no they couldn't right because the, the the second east uh the east number and, two and, and
1: indians are the central number two white Sox are leading that division
0: no 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 minnesota's leading the division
1: oh minnesota is that's right um so, yeah so uh-huh. the indians are the wild card so yeah no yeah. They're, they're locked in so yep. maybe they do mail it in but i don't know that they're gonna do that on friday i think that's a weekend type thing
0: and have they done enough to limit his innings to uh, to keep the vesting option down to where they could still start him this this weekend, but um, yeah, I didn't realize they were doing that. That's crazy. I, I that stuff bothers me. It, it, I find it so frustrating that they do that.
1: Um, yeah, it was seventeen. Totally mill. understand. I don't think they want to spend that kind of money on a guy who's going to be thirty eight heading in next. I know.
0: Year. It just seems so nefarious. Like I get it. I get it but I don't know. It just seems, it just seems cruel, Uh, especially when he was pitching as well as he was. It's one thing if he's sucking and you're running him out there every fifth day and you're like, geez, we can't let these innings get there. He's been pitching brilliantly this year.
1: Um, but yeah, yeah. well, I mean, since he's been pitching brilliantly, they haven't been messing with him, but it was, it was earlier in the season when, you know, he, he put up those, you know, four and run outings and only went three or four innings. So, uh, You know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I think that's a discussion for next year. But I think for for this, though, they're going to want him to go, you know, probably five innings and, uh, you know, save the bullpen a little bit for the for the playoffs. You know, I I think there while there is some fear that, you know, teams will limit starters, uh, playoff teams will limit starters kind of down the stretch. You also have to remember, too, that there are no off days during the playoffs. So like they can't afford to just tax the bullpen Bullpen's going time in. out. Yeah. And so I think you're gonna you're gonna see guys go a little bit deeper uh than maybe we would normally expect for teams that have locked up playoff spots. Yep, yep, totally
0: agree there. So yeah, keep an eye out uh to see if Hap's gonna make that start, but if he does, I, I think I'm definitely going for him uh in this one. Vince Velasquez at Tampa Bay is not confirmed. I I don't
1: know. No,
0: no, no, no on Mitch Keller at Cleveland. He's returned. And, uh, you know, he had a lot of intrigue coming into this year. I know Nick Pollock, big fan, and uh, I definitely had some interest in him and he he got hurt. Uh, Now, this one was an injury. I'm certain on that one. Um, But he's been back only three innings to kind of tune up when he first came back. But then six no hit innings last time out against St. Louis. How
1: do you feel about Mitch Keller? Uh, I'm starting him in my main event, so I'm feeling yeah. pretty good about uh, the outing. Uh, it'll probably blow up in my face. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think he is – is he better than Erkiti? I don't I don't think he's better than Erkitty. uh well, Lindblom as our 1B. I think I would rather have Keller than Lindblom.
0: At Cleveland versus
1: – Cleveland team who definitely is not nice, uh, – you know, it's definitely locked in. No. I, um, are they? Yeah. And now I they're only
0: it. two games back of the White Sox. Couldn't they feasibly take the White Sox for C2 and move from the 4 to the 7? Hmm, that's a good question. I um, sent you the playoff uh, setup right now, so you could take a look. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm uh, I, I'm on our uh, playoff odds uh, on Fangraphs, which has been so fun to watch in the short season. I, the,
0: the odds have, yeah, they've been bouncing
1: all over the place. Yeah. Uh no, I still think I, I I like Mitch Keller better than uh Lindor. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just saying Cleveland can move, but uh, so they're not gonna have like a
0: mail in lineup. But the thing of it is that they're, they're just not that sc- they have not been no. that scary offensively. Just once, don't let get past Ramirez. Get yeah,
1: him. yeah. Once you get past Ramirez and in Lindor, it's just not worried about anything.
0: Yeah, I think I think Keller's one B. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still holding the one A. All right, let's go to. Seattle, you say Kakuchi at Oakland um how much is your how much has your interest uh, waned and waxed with what he's been able to do because
1: <laughs> every time he pulls me back in, he then just goes and gets crushed Gets crushed it's so it frustrating. Gets, it gets crushed against like bad teams, yeah, at
0: Arizona, six innings, four runs you're like uh, okay, mm-hmm. cool Colorado on the road like it, so in Seattle it, mm-hmm. it, the Rockies were on the road, he was home five and two thirds, four runs. Like, okay, cool.
1: I mean, here's Uh. the thing. Like we're talking about an Oakland team without any reason to play. And, you know, without Matt Chapman, it's not a bad start and you'll, you should at least get strikeouts. I I mean, he's definitely not in that tier of, you know, the one, you know, the one A's, one B's, one C's that we've been talking about, Mm -hmm. but like he's above Taylor Clark for me. Uh, what about Kyle Wright? I think that I think uh, yeah, I, I think I'd go Kyle Wright. Um, I think so. But I think he he's definitely a name, especially if you're if you're strikeout you know seeking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think he's a guy that could rack up you know five to seven strikeouts uh, and maybe sneak a win. Kikuchi or Turnbull turnbull
0: same but right right there Mhm. kikuchi or porcello <laughs> kikuchi. porcello or punch your own self in the throat
1: oh man that was close isn't it yeah you know i've I really short arms so i don't have that um like really uh, the torque that you would normally get from you know punching yourself in the throat so yeah i think i would punch myself in the throat
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. San Diego, uh, excuse me. I keep saying the team that they're facing. San Francisco uh, has a doubleheader against San Diego. One is home, one is away, but obviously they're not switching venues. Um, So, I mean, there's a small difference there. But Tyler Anderson uh, gets the the home game, so to speak. And then uh, Samarja gets the the road game. They'll both be at Oracle. Uh, Tyler Anderson, Jeff Samarja against San Diego. Great team that they're facing. But, uh, you know, Two two decent arms to at least look at on the bullpen in the deeper league. What do you think about these two? Any, any love? No, I- no,
1: I'm not. It's, especially with the way that I expect Gabe Kapler to manage these games, which is the moment anybody gets in trouble, they're gone. Like, they're not playing for tomorrow at all. They are playing for right now. Uh, I, I do not, you They know, need everyone I, they can get, so yeah, I, mean, I kind of get it. You can't expect Samarja to go deep at all. And, He'll I mean, be tied off the IL, right? Yeah, so I mean, Anderson has the ability to go deep, but even in, like, you know, he, he's gone, what, six innings and then five and two-thirds in two of his last three starts, four strikeouts in each of those games. So it's not like you're even getting the huge strikeout upside if he does go deep.
0: Yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, and it's San Diego, too, so that's the thing. Yeah. We talked about how the, the, the opponent... Is pretty difficult there, so. And
1: it's at home, like which, like we've talked about, has not played well for hitters, or for for pitchers. For pitchers, yeah. It's no, it's no longer the the
0: pitching haven that it used to be. So yeah, I agree. I'd be careful here. Um, they're pretty low down the list. Still take them over Porcello, um, over Velasquez, over Maza, Jorge Lopez, but that's about it. That's about it. Uh, probably yeah. over Taylor Clark too. Taylor Anderson is, over Taylor hey,
1: Clark. It pains me to say I don't even know if that I take him over some of those guys. Oh dang, okay,
0: okay. Shark I wouldn't just because he's coming off the IL yeah, and Shark he for might sure. only get three four innings. But Tyler Anderson a little bit closer. What about Daniel Ponce De Leon getting the second half of that uh, that doubleheader that we talked about with the Milwaukee uh, Brewers and St Louis Cardinals? He has you know drawn some attention recently mm-hmm. with two big outings in a row with nine strikeouts at Milwaukee and at Pittsburgh uh going six and five in those respectively giving up two earned in both of them in fact he's only given up two earned in his last three starts now one of them was only three innings but even in that he had four strikeouts so add added all up in september 14 innings 22 strikeouts and a 386 era for daniel Ponce de leon you starting him here against milwaukee yeah i think i would
1: i think i, it's I, a think, I think it's especially a, for the strikeouts the, yeah i think it's a decent matchup it's uh uh, the short outing uh, maybe gives him a chance again in, in those leagues where you get points for complete games. Uh, you know, gives him an opportunity uh, to get there. Something that and that's something I didn't think about coming into the season when they announced that they were going to be these seven inning double headers. Is mm-hmm. that there are those leagues and in DFS where you get um, those opportunities for for those for those kind of bonus points. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I mean the nine strikeouts in each of the last two starts. Uh, has, has been impressive, and I think if you're looking for cheap strikeouts, he he kind of jumps up the list quite a bit.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty interested in Daniel Ponce de Leon. He's got 2% uh, roster over at ESPN, so he's going to be widely available. I think giving you 15 teamers uh, yeah. should make, make sure, make sure. I mean, he probably got picked up a decent bit this weekend, but if not, and if you are doing, obviously you have to be in a daily moves league to even do this, but uh, he's somebody who could definitely be a good pickup for you there. In Daniel Ponstale. Cal Cody versus Houston. He's going for Texas. Um, I swear mm-hmm. that's not a made up person. That's that I didn't just give two Texas sounding names there. That, that's that's a real person.
1: And he's he's actually pitched really, really well results uh, wise. Yeah. The problem is I just don't trust him to go deep enough. That's the thing. His five inning outing yeah. last time has been his longest
0: yet. Yeah, it was the first and, time
1: he'd gone over three innings.
0: Yeah. So that's the tough part. Like, he has pitched well. Um, Mm -hmm. 153 ERA, 125 whip, 8.7 strikeouts, but 5.1 walks. That's why I said results-wise, because the skills are still a little sketchy, but it seems like they take him out before anything can really implode on him, Mm -hmm. and that's why the ERA has remained so strong. I'd be
1: careful here, too, because Houston, while they're not their powerhouse selves, they're not a pushover either. No, and I, I just can't imagine... Yeah, no, there's there's no I, there's no way I'd start Cody, I don't think. No, I, I can't I can't do it either. All right, last one on Friday, Taiwan
0: Walker versus Baltimore. Taiwan Walker since coming over from St. Louis or from Seattle. geez, I'm all over the place on teams today. Uh, has done quite well. 154 ERA, but a 141 whip. So it's similar to that Kyle Cody thing where mm-hmm. it's like you look at the ERA compared to the whip, and you're like, be careful. Uh in twenty three and a third innings with eight point one strikeouts, four point two walks. And uh, 1.2 homers for Taiwan Walker. So his last outing was excellent uh, at Philly. Six <laughs> innings of one run ball.
1: Outing the, before that was, disastrous. was so bizarre.
0: He gave up seven, but only one earned, and it's like, okay, but he still gave up six hits,
1: and he gave so up two home runs <laughs> and
0: then two homers exactly. So it's like, thanks for not killing my ERA, but. It, I feel like he got lucky as hell to skate oh, on
1: that. Oh, for sure he did. Um so uh I mean but that being said like there is some upside here. It's you know against a Baltimore team that will strike out. Uh mm-hmm. he's not pushing up into that top tier for me, but he's a guy that if available and looking for strikeouts uh and maybe a cheap win, I would I would definitely uh, entertain him.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's he's pretty middle of the list area for me. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know exactly where I'd slot him, but yeah, somewhere in that middle area for me with Taiwan Walker. I think Would you I rather wonder,
1: have Taiwan Walker or Turnbull? I
0: think i trust Turnbull a little bit more. And Baltimore's offense a little bit scarier than – a decent bit scarier than KC's for me.
1: Okay. Um, Let's see. Walker or Ponce de Leon? Hans Walker cease Walker Walker right Walker okay I, I think that one, I Walker,
0: think so I, I, I lean there on the, on the close when I go I, I, go with I the think the,
1: yeah I think the last one I go with right but uh, that's fair yeah
0: so there that's Friday Um, now let's move on to Saturday I don't know if I should have done this by team or by day obviously I did it by day
1: um, no, I think by day is right Okay. Okay. You know, especially if people don't want to listen to the whole thing before Friday, now they can go. Okay, well, I'm gonna go listen to the Saturday portion before I make my pickups. There you go.
0: Okay, so here we go. We're moving on to Saturday. Not as many guys uh, likely to be available here. We're gonna start with a not confirmed Bryce Wilson against Boston, Uh, but he did start earlier in the week on Tuesday. Don't see why they wouldn't start him. Um, You know, they are clinched and everything, but he's not like a major starter for them going into the playoffs. So they, they got to start somebody. So I don't know why they wouldn't start him, but he is not bolded yet. What do you think about Bryce Wilson against uh, Boston?
1: Oh man. Every time I like, I like swear Bryce Wilson off, he goes and throws a, a gem like he did. (laughs) And He's only 22. So for long term, I'm still very interested too, but uh, I I hear you.
0: It's like, we kind of had forgotten about him this year. And then he comes up in September and here, here he is, kind of showing a little something with some mm-hmm. extended relief outings, and now, uh, now a good start earlier this week, five innings of scoreless ball against Miami with seven strikeouts. I think I'm going for him here.
1: Yeah, I think I am too.
0: Now I think he immediately gets displaced atop the heap mm-hmm. by John Means for me. I, yeah. I love. I, I've been waiting for John Means to have that big start this this year, and he finally did. Now his ERA is only. 502 so i don't want to overstate it but a 109 whip and he's really gotten better recently uh with three straight outings of one earned run in six six and five and two thirds mm-hmm. with five four and 12 strikeouts so that was what i'm talking about with the big huge outing but all three have been good uh, i'm taking him against toronto even though toronto is difficult he's also on the not confirmed but again why wouldn't they why wouldn't they let him finish mm-hmm. the season
1: uh continue to pitch well and I around. think the weekend is when you start seeing teams, sit guys, where you'll see like half lineups and things like yeah. that. So with Toronto being locked in, there's no reason for them to play around too much with, you know, risking a guy like Bo Bichette or. Uh,
0: apparently not 100 percent locked. Like they don't have the E for eliminated next to the Angels in Seattle. But the miracle that it would take is so astronomical that I don't even know.
1: Yeah, it's a 1.5 percent chance, according to our site, uh, okay, of the yeah, Angels like, making so they, the playoffs. So it's like
0: they're locked, like they're, they're all but locked at this point. So I agree with you. So maybe they do sit some of those guys who've had some some recent injuries, like Bichette, Teoscar. Um, but even if they don't, I still like Means here. I mean, he stood tall against the Tampa Bay ball club that I find to be very good, and uh, you know we've talked about how his stuff. Has been so much better this year, the raw stuff, mm-hmm. but the results weren't there. And one of the it's big reasons it's been a why weird
1: year for him. It really has, you know,
0: right down to uh, some off the field stuff with him losing yeah. his father, which we can never know how much that has an impact. Uh, actually, Melanie Newman, who works for them, uh, mentioned to me about how he'd been struggling with the feel for his changeup and it was really bothering him. So he had all this stuff working with everything being harder uh velocity wise and, and feeling good about a lot of different things. But then the, the change up his big pitch was failing him. Well, it looks like he's finally gotten the, the feel back there and uh, three great starts in a row. He's my King of the Hill and it might be tough to dethrone him here on Saturday. Yeah.
1: I don't know that we're going to dethrone him, but yeah, he, he's top
0: Tanner Houck at Atlanta. Um, prospect he, real player, real player promise. Okay. Promise Tanner Houck. Um, Two great starts so far at Miami and versus the Yankees, where he's given up uh, only one unearned run between the two in 11 innings with 11 strikeouts. One of their few, like, legit prospects. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they have a pretty thin system right now. Uh, but he's one of the guys that's definitely, you know, first-round pick. Even if you're not a huge prospect person, you probably have heard about him. Um, At Atlanta, are they fighting for anything? They're confirmed— They could have a little bit of a a mediocre lineup. I don't know. What what do you think here? He's been pretty good.
1: I think he's definitely in the conversation. I just don't, don't, I mean, don't get like overly excited that he hasn't given up an earned run because I'm sure he will. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it may, it may be one of those where like he makes up for lost time right here, especially with, you know, I mean, he's walked three guys uh, in each of his first two starts, uh, I think he's definitely in the conversation as a guy worth streaming, uh, especially if you're starting in a you know deeper league because uh, you know he might be available in a 15 if people have like just not paid attention and, and kind of or sorted by like overall stats. Uh, that being said, I don't think he comes close to means for me.
0: Nope, not for me either. Um, a consideration to be sure, but not uh, not dethroning means. Dane Dunning, more available than I thought. That's why I included him here, uh, probably because his last outing was so bad. He's at 31% at ESPN, so there's going to be some availability for Dane Dunning. The rookie hurler has done pretty well, though, despite the, the recent uh, – The recent trouble there, four innings, four runs at Cleveland. Still had five strikeouts, so it's not like it it wasn't a season ruiner or anything. But he had been coming off two brilliant starts at Pittsburgh and versus Minnesota, so you were probably hoping to keep that going. Um, He's going to get the Cubs this weekend. And how do we feel about that? If Dane Dunning's available, are you going for him?
1: Um, As long as I'm not looking for a quality start or a win. I just think that he's one of those guys that could get limited a little bit with Chicago, Uh, you know, looking at playoffs more than they're looking at uh, the season. Uh, He only went four innings in his last start. So I think if I'm looking for a little bit of strikeout upside, sure. Uh, And I mean, the Cubs haven't, like you said before, haven't like been lighting the world on fire recently. Yeah, that's a, difficult one. I, I mean I put him above Hawk, but I definitely don't put him above Means or even close to Means.
0: What about Wilson? I
1: think I lean Dunning.
0: Okay. Um Yeah, I think I would to I boy, I might put Hawk above him too.
1: I I, I don't have I'm a kind problem of a with intrigued that. by Hawk. What what'd you say? I I don't have a problem with that.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think I might. Like he Dunning's definitely gotten more shine he's been around longer too and it's you know only two starts for hauk um yeah i actually god i don't know It just i wish i knew what the chicago lineup was looking like maybe if i could see what they're doing on friday
1: and that's a really good point too like if you're playing in a in a fastest finger league where you don't have to like where you can just grab guys off the wire five minutes before the start definitely make sure you're checking lineups because there are going to be some lineups rolled out this weekend that are uh, atrocious and especially if you're playing dfs um, yes
0: they're gonna make guys a lot
1: more intriguing to mm-hmm. go
0: for uh, all right carlos hernandez going for kc against detroit justin i'm a straight shooter you know i am i don't know who the hell this guy is <laughs> i was
1: just gonna say the same thing which to me means i'm probably staying away I uh, think we
0: probably shouldn't start the guy we don't know 23 year old um, he's been pitching for them for, he for the entire really month.
1: Really well in his what was it, his last outing or yeah yeah it was his last start three and two thirds one yeah. run
0: four four strikeouts. Other than that, uh, are
1: me. they gonna have an opener? Because if they don't have an opener, I don't, I'm not interested. Yeah, because um, it looks
0: like you only get three to four innings even yeah. against Detroit.
1: Yeah, I'm probably staying away. I mean. If he's got an opener, I'm a little bit more interested, especially because, you know, it's not like Detroit's any good. So, um, he? yeah, exactly. Uh, Miguel
0: Cabrera went yard twice yesterday. Thank you very much. He just made up that man. Did not. Miguel Cabrera, superstar, <laughs> has seven homers on the year. Bounce back, baby. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think um, even though Carlos Hernandez has pitched, I don't know if he was like a, a legit prospect or anything. Like I said, I do not. I do not know him. Um, like he was pitching in rookie and a ball last year. So to even come up and hold his own as he has for 13 innings is pretty nice. Although he was 22 in those leagues. So he was behind, he was behind the curve.
1: Mm-hmm. And well, so- I mean, I think he's one of these kind of more advanced pitchers that the, um, Royals have been targeting, targeting, uh, in drafts and, uh, in the international market. So it could be, you know, one of those guys he's just an old, a little bit older prospect, but a little bit more advanced. Um, that being said, like I don't think that there's enough upside to warrant uh the potential downside here and if exactly. you're not able to get a win that's that really puts a uh, damper on it
0: and and the thing of it is when you're only going three four innings, it only takes a couple mm-hmm. bad events to really tank the entire outing so he's he's a no go he's not close to anybody else on this list so far and looking ahead at the rest of the list, I think he'd be dead last Carlos hernandez. Mm-hmm. Trevor Rodgers is not confirmed for Miami, but he's also facing New York. So he should not be confirmed for your lineup no matter what. I don't even know if we need to talk about him. We don't. Okay. does have a lot of strikeouts, but that's it. But even a B Yankees lineup can go off. Uh, Michael Pineda still only at like 38% on ESPN, so I did include him. I think you 15-teamers sit out this one. You're not to be able to – I mean, check your wire. Always check your wire to be yeah, sure. For sure. I always say that. You never know. But probably not available in the deeper leagues. Uh, but you 10 teamers are going to have a better shot at him. He's been great since coming back. I'm surprised he's only 38%. Uh, definitely starting him here uh, against the Cincinnati Reds, who are a quality team. And I'm not, I'm not loving that they're facing them. But Michael Pineda can handle any team when he's on. It's not about, it's not about uh, um, opponent. And Are so, we yeah.
1: sure this is actually Michael Pineda? Because he's not giving up a home he's run. He's giving yet. up a home run.
0: Exactly. I knew where you were going as soon as you said it. Feel, it mean, feels like know. he's
1: due. He's due uh, for, like,
0: <laughs> four homers to, to get his number back to where it yeah. belongs.
1: But so, uh, no, I, I think you got to take yeah, the shot. Yeah, you take the shot. I mean, there's there's strikeout upside here. Uh, he hasn't given up a home run. He's only given up four walks. Uh, yeah, I think I think you you roll the dice and hope he doesn't punch your dog in its face. Good reference.
0: Uh, does he top means for you? Because I think he might for me.
1: He does not. Okay, so uh, we
0: have we each have a different king of the hill right now. Uh, I'm doing the one A one B thing there too with means at one B. yeah, he, he's
1: he's one B for me.
0: Okay, Davey Garcia versus Miami. Oh, how angry are folks at Davey Garcia? Hey man, this is the life of rookies though. If you're Sixto Sanchez. Uh, person as well you, you've been feeling that with the last two outings have been brutal for him but uh Davey garcia had been pitching so well and then he drops a six bomb on you at boston last time out can you trust him can you can you go can you go back to the well against a miami team that isn't terribly strong this is a not confirmed by the way um we don't know you know what their plans are for him for the rest of the year again they have to start somebody my concern would be that this is like a four-inning outing, though, just like a tune-up start.
1: See, and I kind of go the other way. Do we think that Garcia is definitely part of the rotation?
0: Not part of the rotation.
1: For so the playoffs? The playoff team. So why not just let him go and just, you know, not soak up any of the other bullpen?
0: And uh, save pieces. as
1: much of it as you can. That, that's fair. You that's know, fair. and Yeah, I think, I mean, he's definitely not, you know, 1A or 1B for me but I think he jumps to the top of uh, the rest of the list.
0: I think his availability should be um, higher, too, because of the bad outing. Some people may have mm-hmm. jumped off off the ship, so again, make sure you're checking your wire. He's only at 39, so he's kind of in line with some of these other guys, but uh, it, you, you may be assuming he's still on team whatever because he was on there for a while, but after the blow-up, you gotta go check because in 10 teams mm-hmm. and 12s, people are burning and churning. 15s, I think he was still held. Uh, mm-hmm. I have him in a 15. I I held even though it, it didn't go well. But um, yeah. Uh, You've told me that that he'll he should be allowed to just kind of do his thing because he's gonna be out of the bullpen for the playoffs anyway. And against Miami, if he's going, go ahead and start Davey Garcia. Also not my king of the hill, Davey or I think it's gonna be uh, Garcia for you. But Garcia or Hauk? Garcia. Still pretty close there, but uh, I think I'll go Garcia too. Okay, Joe Musgrove at Cleveland. Musgrove, hey, doing a little, doing a little something, something
1: late in the dude, year. Yeah, doing just enough to let me buy back in next year. I can't quit him, dude.
0: I yeah. can't quit <laughs> Joe Musgrove. You look at what he's doing over his uh, over his last three here, including the very big outing against St. Louis, six scoreless with 11 strikeouts. Even the start before that, five innings, four runs, but eight strikeouts. Uh, so then you throw in the the White Sox start before that. 15 innings, 24 strikeouts, four walks, 2.40 ERA. I'm definitely starting him here at Cleveland,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he's making a case for at least the one of the one of the two one A one B slots right now.
1: I think he's one A for me. I think he jumps over Means uh, and, and, and over, over Pineda. Pineda. I mean, largely because he's pitching on Pittsburgh and they got no reason to limit him.
0: You son of a bitch! I'm in. Let's do it. One A. Joe Musgrove, which means my one B is now Pineda and yours remains John Means.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, moving on. Luis Patino, not confirmed. Um, he has not been getting long outings, but uh, if he if he does pitch, he'll be at San Francisco. How long do you think they they give him? Would they would they give him a full scale outing here or no?
1: No, I don't think so. Uh, and that that's the reason he's kind of the middle tier for me here. I just don't. I wish they m- give him an opener. Because then he can yeah. could sneak that win on the cheap. It, he tends to kind of be the opener for Garrett yep. Richards or for another guy. Though Richards pitched, uh, I think, the other night. So he's obviously not going to be the, the follower in this one. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I, can't I just, do it. No, well, you're not I, gonna I can't get a win. A not, you know, or, I mean, you could. He hasn't thrown three innings. Exactly. I might not even get that. You're right. Yeah, You're right. He's he's thrown an inning in two thirds, and an inning in a third the last two outings. So like uh, you just can't, you know, it might be really good for those uh for for those inning or two innings, but it's it's not gonna be anything more than that. So he's he, he's pretty far down the list. Don't
0: let the name lure you in, because uh, he's definitely somebody to keep a close eye on for the future. He's a, a big time prospect. Luis Pintino is. But uh, don't mess with it here. I think you'll mm-hmm. I think you'll wind up with some major disappointment. All right, a little uh, little youth double dip here for Seattle in their doubleheader um, on Saturday at Oakland. Or, or actually, oh, this is this is like the San, the San Francisco thing that I talked about mm-hmm. earlier. They're in Oakland, but the doubleheader has one home, one away. So yeah. um, Sheffield, Justice Sheffield's going. He get he's going to be for them home so they'll bat last when he's pitching and then justin dunn standard at oakland so uh yeah two of their young guys here that have pitched pretty well like they they both shown something mm-hmm. and that's helped keep them a little bit afloat like i said they have that uh, hail mary everything goes right they have to win literally every game and i think toronto would have to lose every game so they're not really in playoff contention but they had a little flurry there at the end uh sheffield 375 era 129 whip on the year 420 133 for dunn uh, and both trending right around eight, eight, eight plus strikeouts per nine. Are you starting either, both, or neither?
1: I think I would be interested in starting Sheffield. He's been better. Uh, I feel more comfortable that he's going to go deeper into the game. Though, I mean, Dunn has, what, four of his last five outings. He's gone at least five and two-thirds. Oh. I mean, I think if I'm desperate, I'm going for either. Um, and, I mean, Don is a guy that I've, I've really liked in the past. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, issues with command uh, always seem to come back and bite him. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I don't think I would start Don. I think I would start Sheffield.
0: I'll tell you on your Sheffield piece um, that the A's are 24th in Woba against lefties. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty rough there. Um, so that's a good opportunity for Sheffield. And again, against righties, they are. Pardon me. I think they're a good bit better. Of course, they don't have any Matt Chapman. And mm-hmm. I don't know. They they just, their offense has been middling. Yeah, they're 17th against righties. So the Oakland as a whole, the, the lineup is not uh, particularly difficult. That shouldn't scare you off. But I agree. I would go Sheffield way ahead of Dunn mm-hmm. um, based on home run rate alone. Uh, yeah. Dunn's at yeah. 1.8. Sheffield's at
1: yeah. 0.4. I mean, Dunn is allowed at least four walks in each of his last what four or five starts.
0: And it, and you throw in that that makes the home run rate so much scarier too. Yeah. Because it doesn't take much to to turn that into a blow up outing. So Sheffield's a yes. Dunn is a desperate only for me. Mm-hmm. All right, Johnny Cueto, um, in that uh, in that San Diego s- series that we're talking about here. Any love
1: for that? Oh, I mean, I love Johnny Cueto, me but too, but
0: I also love winning fantasy, and so I don't, I can't.
1: Yeah, do that. he's been brutal recently, um, including against San Diego. So no, I don't think I could. That's the thing too. The the matchup
0: makes it an easy no for me. So wow. And I'm like doing... I
1: said earlier, like the Giants are not going to let people go if they if they if they start to struggle. They're gonna have quick hooks here.
0: As they should. Like I said, they need every dub. They have to be uh, very sharp with it. Uh, Your buddy, Kyle Gibson, against Houston. I know you're going to start him because you're an idiot. (laughs) He did have a shutout at Houston and then promptly followed that up with seven earned, uh, eight runs total in four innings against the Angels. Sweet.
1: Yeah, so, I, I can't tell you how angry I was at that not, that complete game shutout because, <laughs> I mean, obviously he's been jettisoned off my team. Yeah. Uh, and he just goes and shoves. And then he, he, he makes me fall back in love with him when he just gets blown up at the next start and I don't have him on my team. Uh, so, That's yeah. So Kyle Gibson. Uh, no, you're staying away. You have to. You have to. And I think
0: people will pick him up because they'll be like, well, this is the team that he shut out. Mm -hmm. No chance, dude. I'm not putting my fantasy hopes on him. Uh, Matt Shoemaker is not confirmed, but he did throw on Monday, so it does seem like he should throw here against Baltimore. The one thing is, though, with their playoff setup, they might limit him maybe because he's definitely a part of their playoff rotation.
1: Yeah, and I think they don't want to risk him getting hurt. So, like, he's one of those guys, like, I'm not – I just I just don't trust to go deep enough to get me a win. That's my, that's my scary part. I like the talent, and I, I'd actually be inclined
0: to want to start him, but I just don't know that they're going to let him go more. he only went three innings because he was coming yeah. back off
1: a, a month. That's that thirteen batters, like that's it.
0: Yeah. So you, I don't think you can start him here just based on volume alone. Mm-hmm. And then Anibal Sanchez versus the Mets is the last one of Saturday. No. Yeah. Absolutely no. <laughs> so our favorites here are Joe Musgrove, mm-hmm. John Means, Michael Pineda. Um, then we had some love for uh, – I, I like to – Tanner Wolf Hawk did, and Dane Bryce Dunning,
1: Wilson. Yeah.
0: And Bryce Wilson. And then Justin uh, Justice Sheffield is mm-hmm. in there, Davey Garcia. And then the rest of the group, you have to be pretty desperate or just you can't do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go to Sunday. Back up to the top teams here. Now a lot of these are are NC with the with the not confirmed, but uh, uh, so you really have to pay be paying attention on Saturday night, Sunday morning to see what's going on. Uh, if you can even pick up, I know some leagues you can't even pick up um, only the day before, which mm-hmm. can be frustrating. But either way, Caleb Smith should start. I mean, he started on Tuesday. I don't know why he wouldn't get the outing here against Colorado. Um, should we call Alex Fast to see if we want to do this?
1: Ooh, that'd, that'd be funny. But um, uh, <laughs> he's got a any... real job and stuff. So yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Is there
0: any reason that he
1: won start? No, but like, like how deep do we expect him to go in this?
0: That's game? the thing. He's gone three, two, and four.
1: Yeah. Uh, and and so... given up uh, walks, a ton of walks in in the in those starts. Um. So I'm just not gonna uh risk my whip. Um. Yeah. yeah no.
0: I, I I say no as well, um, even if he does get the start. So, Huascar uh, Inoa for Atlanta going against Boston, also not confirmed, but um,
1: he had a fingernail issue in his last start
0: too. So I actually don't know if okay. I mean, so that could be a situation where it's tough. I mean, at some point though, I mean they're they're running out of pitchers. Max Fried tweaked an ankle. Not mm-hmm. that he would go. I'm just saying like, yeah, you know, I don't know where they're going to turn. Cole Hamels is is done. like they. Their playoff situation
1: is rough. Yeah, it, I heard, is, it is. Yeah, it, it's going to be ugly for them in the playoffs, which is unfortunate. I heard from an
0: insider that uh, they're trying to sign Maddox and get him on the playoff roster in time. That would be amazing. <laughs> I would totally love that. I feel like he could still go three innings. Um, but yeah, with the Noah, since you mentioned the fingernail, I mean, it's already pretty sketchy
1: as is. Yeah, he wasn't going to go deep even if he's healthy. I mean, he exactly. hasn't gone more than four innings yet uh, in an outing. So no. that's an easy no go. Keegan Aiken
0: for Baltimore, uh, again, still facing Toronto. He's been great. He's not confirmed. But again, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't go. Rookie, who's been having a pretty good season. Uh, why wouldn't you let him finish out here and try to bounce back from a pretty bum start against Boston where he mm-hmm. gives up four, two earned on eight hits, but still had six strikeouts in those four innings. I think he's definitely going to go here. So even though it's not bolded, I think it's a legit start against Toronto. And I would go for him. I, I like what he's been able to do. He, he, he does have a potential without a doubt. We've seen it. The Yankees trounced him. He only finished two-thirds of an inning, and even Boston here got to him. So Toronto certainly could, but Toronto could totally be the B. It could be the C lineup then, because that's Sunday, yeah. and everyone could be. This is the where
1: yeah, these are the games where you're talking about. You know, we're gonna be see it you know if Bichette plays in this one like I'll be completely surprised I, I and mean to
0: Oscar too coming back from that oblique like mm-hmm. Alejandro Kirk's gonna be batting like third Jonathan Davis mm-hmm.
1: leading off
0: stuff like that like Joe Panic batting four like we're gonna mm-hmm. see we're gonna see the line up here for
1: sure no yeah for I, I I would I would assume so so I mean yeah this is a really nice matchup for him yeah, yeah. I like that he may a. not go deep enough well, I guess he's gone five and a third and five. He's on. He's, he's going to go. Yeah. He's going to okay. go. He yeah, should at so least get five. King of the hill right now. Yes, for sure. And I don't know
0: that this guy's going to dethrone him, but you talk about those guys that, that reel people back in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nick I'm, Pavetta. He's
0: back, baby. Nick Pavetta. He's back. Five innings, one run, four hits, three walks, eight strikeouts against Baltimore just on the 22nd earlier this week.
1: And I going up against it. an Atlanta lineup that likely won't have guys like Acuna or Could Azuna, also be a B lineup. If yeah, not C lineup. Um, what do you he's think? He's definitely he's not going over um, Akin for me, but uh, he's definitely he's definitely number two right now. He, he's gonna get strikeouts, you terrifying
0: know, he... as it is. I think you have to consider
1: him. Mhm. Yeah.
0: <sighs> All right.
1: Let's go, baby.
0: Hang on Quintana. Uh, Jose Quintana is going to get the White Sox, who, again, I know we're reiterating it, but it's the truth. These teams that are locked and loaded, they should be given anybody that they feel needs a breather, they should be giving them one here. And I think that uh, the White Sox are in that situation as well. Depends if they're still chasing Minnesota, though. So keep an eye out on that uh, because they are just a game apart between that one and two spot in the central. Um, so. Not a guarantee that they would be going B line up there, so let's assume that it's top lineup. Mm-hmm. Would you go Cantana at no. the White Sox? He's
1: okay. he hasn't gone more than three innings yet,
0: um, yeah, so you don't think he's going to be built up enough to even go. He no. might go. He's going to go classic like four and two thirds. Like he's going to pitch well, but it's going to be four and two thirds. You'd be like, sweet, <laughs> didn't even get, didn't even qualify for the win. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd, I'd be careful here too. And I, like when you're streaming. You generally need that win potential there, so I think that is reason enough to say no. What about Raylo, the other side of that uh, of that outing there, Renaldo Lopez against these
1: Cubs? Ooh, that's a more interesting one. Um, I mean, I you know. I've I've never been a Reynaldo Lopez guy. Me neither. But... I've never recommended him. That's the <laughs> thing. It's like one thing you know about me is
0: I is do not NBA recommend Reynaldo Lopez. Yeah, I'm always like, don't get him, don't stay invested, uh, don't keep drafting him every fucking year. God, I'm such an idiot. He's actually doing it again though too. Five, yeah. uh, three strong outings to finish the season here. He's gonna throw a shutout. Like that's the thing, and I'm gonna buy right back in. I'm a moron. And,
1: I, and like I said, like without. Uh, off days in the playoffs, I think there, there will be teams that maybe will be willing to let their starters go deeper than they normally would at the end of the season while they're locked into the playoffs. So I think that this is one. It's definitely got some risk because he could get pulled early. Oh,
0: well, and he can get blown up, too. And he, yeah, Lopez. for sure. But, uh, but I think you got to go for this. Like if, if you're yeah. streaming,
1: you're already at a certain level. It's not a aiken for me same but he's but he's too but yeah he's above pavetta okay. well for me depends on is. what you need if you need strikeouts i still think you go pavetta
0: that's fair because despite having nasty stuff he's still not a strikeout guy uh reynaldo he's just he's not and um god i still i still think there's so much talent here but uh
1: yeah i Okay, I, I, that's like fine. Uh, he needs to be like a multi-inning, like, super Like I, and That's what I said that, going I've into this year. I've literally said that from his rookie season. Like, he would be such a dominant three-inning guy.
0: And I was saying this year that that if he doesn't really show something in in the rotation, it's bullpen time. Because it really does seem like somebody who you could pare down and turn him into a, a relief stud. Like, mm-hmm. it just seems that he—I think sometimes that gets thrown around too much on players, and you're like, okay, it's not just magic for everybody. Although, I mean, relieving is just inherently easier. You're going fewer innings. You can unload the tank. But with Raylo, I think it would fit perfectly. So I, I agree with you there for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's going to be my 1B. Uh, but if you do need the strikeouts more than anything else, then I think you have to go bed. I agree with that. Uh, Tariq Skubel for the Tigers going against KC here. He's really been up and down, showing you flashes to get you in, interested, and then you pick him back up, and he gets crushed. He's been up, down, up, down. And then in his last one, he only went three and two-thirds uh, because they ran him up to 78 pitches in that three and two-thirds. He only gave up two runs, but they were both homers, uh, did have six strikeouts. I don't know. I he His best start has been against KC this year, um, or one of his best starts, I should say, uh, and that was back on the 16th of September, Three runs, two of them earned, six innings, eight strikeouts, zero walks. What do we think about Scoobal?
1: This is all dependent on what you need. If you if you have risky ratios, you can't do it. Uh, but if you're just looking for strikeouts and hoping to sneak a, a cheap win, uh, I think that he is definitely worth streaming. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it could go really bad and, and kind of hurt your ratios quite a bit. So you've, you've got to have safer ratios and – that's hard at this point. Very few yes. teams are in that position.
0: Exactly. I think that's a great way to call it out too, because uh, of the way ratios are right now. Um, yeah. If 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 a bad outing, and you can go in and do the math. All the data's on mm-hmm. your site there. If it, you know, do the math of like what would two innings, six runs do? Would it mm-hmm. cost you three ERA points? And then would eight strikeouts only get you one point? Then don't do it. You know, yeah. but do the legwork to figure out what you can actually gain yeah. or lose by starting a scubble. But I agree with you there. He's kind of a riskier Pavetta.
1: You're a calculator right now. Just make sure that's uh, bookmarked on your site. Boom. Uh, Brady
0: Singer versus Detroit. He's only at 26%. I was surprised when I looked up his his roster rate. Um, definitely starting him.
1: Yeah, I wonder if maybe the last start. Uh, you know, people dropped him and stuff. I guess so. I mean, he did get beat up a bit by St. Louis, three
0: innings, three three runs. Five walks was the big issue there. I mean, he'd only had uh, four walks in his previous three starts combined. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they they waited him out there. They got him up to 81 pitches in those three innings. But uh, I'm looking for a bounce back here against Detroit, I am and I'm, too. I'm definitely picking him up.
1: Yeah, uh, again, doesn't jump over. Well, oh, he could jump over Aiken for me. He does for me because yeah, of the matchup. Because
0: Toronto, I mean, you can only sit so many guys. They only have three bench guys right now, by the way, as far as like putting out a B lineup. Mm-hmm. They only, you know, only so many guys can can come out of the lineup and they have a pretty good line. I'm going to go Singer as my 1A. Uh, Aikens down to 1B for me.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm in agreement. All right. Brett Anderson at St. Louis. No. <laughs> I know he, and I know he pitched well recently. He's been pitching uh,
0: pretty well all year. He's got a four ERA in nine starts with a 127 whip. I mean, he's been pretty good. He where given did a those four strikeouts
1: come from, though?
0: Like, I, that, that, I, that I cannot. Like
1: can. I, yeah, and I don't, I don't buy that you're going to get them in this outing either. He had uh, seven,
0: and then in his pre, uh, three previous starts, had seven combined. Mm-hmm. To give you an idea of how how outlandish those seven strikeouts were.
1: Yeah, you know, I I, I shouldn't be so quick on the no train on, on Anderson just because, I mean, he's gone at least five innings in each of his last six starts. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna be in the conversation for a win if they're winning. Uh, yeah, I I guess he is. I guess he's he he probably. I mean, I guess it depends on what you need. Like, this is the reverse of talking about guys like the Scooble and Pavetta, where yes. it's like, okay, I am right there behind three guys in, you know, in ERA uh, or, you know, or whip. You know, maybe a, a long outing from Brett Anderson where he doesn't walk anybody, uh, you know, can propel me. So, And,
0: and, and a win could maybe give you yeah. know, really, really help, too, because... He should get to the requisite five six innings, and uh, and get an opportunity there. So yeah, he's not one A or one B for me.
1: Would you do right him there in the next group. him or Reynaldo? I
0: think I'd go Brett Anderson. I love Reynaldo, but the volatility meter is so
1: much higher on Reynaldo. Yeah, I think I think I agree. Yeah, but I think that's the right spot. Yeah, right right there.
0: Uh, Rich Hill, despite uh pitching brilliantly his last time out, actually his last. Couple times. I mean, he's been great since returning. Um, It's still only at 31% roster rate, so I was kind of surprised by that. Uh, He's going to be going here against um, Cincinnati. Last time out, seven innings of one-run ball at the at the Cubs. Uh, He actually lost that game, unfortunately. But um, what do you think about Rich Hill? I mean, the volatility meter is always high on him. He can end up going two-thirds of an inning and having his Wrinkly old skin bursting open for a blister, but uh I think he, I think Blister God has avoided them this year. But mm-hmm. uh, what what do you think? You starting Dick Mountain?
1: I think it depends on where the twins are in in the division. Like have they like a, locked like down secured the secured first. If they've secured first, then I'm probably not. Okay. But if they're still like if it's coming down to the last day to who wins that division, um, you know, because they're only a half game up on on the White Sox, I think uh, I would. I think I'd roll him out there and take the risk. Especially yeah, uh, if he went seven in his last in, last outing.
0: That's the thing when he when Rich Hill's rolling, we know how great he can be, and he really only has the one blow up this year. It was four runs in two and two thirds uh, against Milwaukee, and that was his first game off the IL back in on August mm-hmm. 19th. Since then. He hasn't given up more than two, and he's gone at least five in each, or uh, excuse me, he's gone at least five in four of the five outings, but 24 strikeouts in 25 in the third innings, just two homers. Again, I got to be honest, I'm shook by his roster rate only being 31%. I thought it would be higher, even in shallow leagues, because Mm -hmm. he's been pitching so well. So he's pretty high up there for me, too. I think he's, if I'm going to go 1C, I think he might be the third guy for me.
1: Yeah, I, and I think he becomes one B if, uh, uh, or maybe even one A if, if they uh, need it. If they need it, like if they're if they're going into that final game and it's still up in the air, uh, yeah, I think they're gonna ride with him. So I would.
0: Luis Loisiga, Jonathan Luis is penciled in for the Yankees on Sunday, but even then, it would just be an extended re- relief outing. Yeah, I mean, no. he hasn't gone more than three innings. So it's, I love the arm talent, um, and I still. Would like to see him land somewhere where he can start, but you can't start him here. I mean, yeah. no nope. only way you could is if he had an opener and you were chasing wins. Uh, all right. JT Brubaker for Pittsburgh at Cleveland. I actually quite like him. I think he's somebody uh, yeah. to, we need to talk a little bit more about. He's been pretty quality this year, um, does have nine point six strikeouts on the season in 42 and two thirds, including nine strikeouts his last time out. Now, he got blown up against the White Sox on September 9th, which uh, stands out. But other than that, he's never given up more than three earned the rest of this year. So, Mm -hmm. you know, are you going to let one blow up start talk you off of him? But then he bounced right back again at Cincinnati and against the Cubs, giving up just three earned in 12 innings with 13 strikeouts. So I'm definitely starting him. He's pretty high on the list, too. There's some good options for Sunday.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially with being Pittsburgh and then having nothing, to. You know, worry about ruining, uh, especially because I think they've got that number one overall pick pretty locked down uh, mm-hmm. at this point. I think yeah, I think they just let him go. He he's definitely in that kind of one A, one B, one C territory.
0: Yep, really really high up there as far as considerations and i um, going to be a little bit more available than some of the other name guys too. I think he's, he's sliding under the radar, but he's at 2% mm-hmm. on ESPN. So if you don't have the rich Hills and the Keegan Akins available in your league, Brubaker's your guy. And especially if
1: Cleveland part. is locked into their spot at that point.
0: Yes. Cause then they could get, get some of the, uh, some of the subs in there for sure. Uh, Drew Smiley, not confirmed, but I feel like, I feel like he'll go. He threw five yeah. and a third really strong last time out. He's been getting strikeouts like crazy. Um, even in a an extended relief outing where he had to come in for somebody in the first inning what happened in that outing on september 10th he Was came
1: that's in a tyler he, anderson
0: start came in in the first let me see trevor cahill got.
1: Mm, that's right um, Cale, yeah
0: wait i'm confused he did not come in in the first why does it say came in there miss oh I'm a on dude. I was looking at the score, not the innings he pitched. Anyway, he pitched innings four through seven. Uh, but he pitched really well there, and extended relief outing, and then a start, only three and two-thirds, uh, but struck out eight against Seattle. And then this last time out, five and a third, one run, five strikeouts against Colorado. So I think he's built up enough to go. Mm-hmm. As you've been saying, Capor's Ka- going to be tight with the leash, but I think Smiley's good enough to get through the five, if not maybe six um, if things are going well, which they have been a lot lately for him, so I'm bit, I'm pretty interested in in Drew Smiley here.
1: Yeah, I, I like Smiley a lot, but apparently the Giants have a rule he's not allowed to get a win, um, <laughs> so. yeah,
0: or a decision actually. He's, yeah. he's, he's he's zero and zero mm-hmm. in his 21 innings this year. So yeah, but
1: no, he's pitched really really well. Um, and shout out to uh, our boy Bat Flip Crazy who has been hyping him since before the start of the season uh, and has him, I think he said, on 15 teams. Wow. I mean, the
0: talent is undeniable. It's really been mm-hmm. health that that has yeah. derailed him uh, the multiple times that it has. But yeah, the talent's definitely there and Smiley's pitching well. Uh, he's in that heap. too. The, the, this is starting to be a big heap at the top there with a lot of different guys available. I think Smiley is more in that uh, in that Brubaker range of availability at 4% on ESPN2. So if you can't get... It, these other guys that we're talking about, who are going to be more picked up, like Hill and Aiken and Singer, you do have some options in Brubaker and Smiley, and I like them just as much as those guys.
1: Yeah, it'd be uh, interesting to see what kind of lineup the Padres are rolling out in that true. game, because I mean they're completely locked in. They have four guys on their bench, so like they could easily sit Tatis um, or uh, or Machado for that one. So. Yeah, they they they
0: can't improve their stock at all mm-hmm. um, because they're they're the second team in the West and they're the four seed locked. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Austin Gomber versus Milwaukee, not confirmed, but really should go. I don't know who else they would necessarily turn to. He did pitch earlier this week through six shutout at KC, uh, giving up four hits, zero walks, three strikeouts. What do we think about Austin Gomber?
1: Uh, I like Gomber. Um, I do too. Yeah, uh, you know it's uh it's not a great park necessarily but like he's only given up one home run uh this year in total so i'm not worried about like the long ball with him uh yeah no i think he is kind of in that second tier uh mm-hmm. and a guy that i mean the question is like how deep does he go because i mean he went six in that last outing but before that he had never gone deeper than three yeah
0: yes yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of a uh tough tough thing to figure out there but i think these should i think this should give him an ample opportunity for the dub i think he, I think he can mm-hmm. go five here obviously unless he's getting blown out which you know that duh but um yeah i like gomber here he's definitely kind of in that second tier behind all that that big group of guys that we're really liking here he's definitely a strong consideration too uh next up is josh fleming who I just don't know that he'll get enough innings. He's actually been in an extended relief role the last two times, three and two thirds, three innings before that. I mean, he was a five inning guy. Like I feel like he can go five, but he's been kind of capped at 75 pitches. I just don't trust. I just can't put my, my Sunday last day of the season trust in Tampa Bay that they'll let him get a potential win here. That's my only consideration. The talent, I actually believe in. I've been pretty impressed with him. I've actually watched him a few different times too. Um, but I, I I'm too scared of of Tampa Bay. So he has to drop down the list because of that for me.
1: Yeah, I think if he's got an opener, then I'm more uh, I'm more interested. So would be perfect. He did yeah. on he
0: did on Monday.
1: Yeah. So if they if they're starting, I don't know, Fairbanks or something like that. Uh, to open for him then yeah I mean then I'm I'm much more interested. But if he doesn't have an opener, I, I can't start him at all. Agreed. Agreed. Jordan Lyles versus Houston. Except <laughs> so, Tim. Uh,
0: Tanner Roark versus Baltimore. Not confirmed, mm. but
1: No uh, oh, I don't want Tanner Roark deciding my season. Me neither. There's too I mean, many other good options. Exactly. You know. It's a
0: seventy RA and he's allowed an M L B high fourteen homers. It's an, it's a no for me.
1: Yeah he I mean he hasn't gone more than four and a third innings in each of his last four starts, though, I mean, he's got his schedule. Bru- he's played the Yankees three times in a row.
0: <laughs> Jesus, that's quite the opposite like, of uh, just not fair. De- <laughs> when Degrom got Miami four times in a row, oh, that's at, brutal. At one point in the season, yeah, you know, I I had some expectations for him to be kind of his solid mid-tier self this year, and he really hasn't panned out for them. They need him to, to dial it up though and figure some things out for the playoffs because I think they. They're kind of relying on him. I think he's going to be one of their starters there, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know that they can really trust him to do that much, so we'll, we'll see how it goes with Tampa or with, uh, Toronto. rather.
1: I and mean, then the last one. Oh, Go ahead. God. I just Is he going to be one of their starters? Definitely um, not in the first round. I mean, No, because they have the three games, so it should be, it'll uh, be Ryu, Ryu, Walker, Shoemaker. Yeah. But I at this point, wouldn't be. you rather just have Robbie Ray? I mean...
0: Would you ever just rather have Robbie Ray for anything?
1: How dare you! How dare uh, I! It's the worst. <laughs> I've been using Robbie Ray in my main event. <laughs> oh my
0: God. How 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 well, how well has he been doing? Let me see here.
1: He's actually he's actually been pretty. I mean, he hasn't been great, but he's been much better than he was in uh, Arizona. Uh, in, in Arizona. I, I wonder
0: if whoever they face, like let's say they win their first round. Um, which won't be easy, by the way, it's gonna be Tampa Bay. Um, I wonder if the righty lefty situation would kind of determine who they want to go with in the second round mm-hmm. between Roark and Ray. I could see that kind of driving their decision there. But uh, one last guy here, Austin Voth for Washington, uh, who had some had some intrigue coming into the year, and i was I was part of that. I was interested. He's been a nightmare until very recently. So if you were in early and you jumped off because he had an 826 ERA through his uh, uh, first start in September, he's kind of come around a bit. His last mm-hmm. two starts in particular, five innings and seven innings, with one one run in each of them and 13 total strikeouts. Do you give both a shot here against the Mets?
1: I think you do. It sounds like Conforto could get shut down uh, and – I, I, you know, who knows what they'll run out on the last day of the season, uh, and he has been much more impressive. Uh, I mean, he's definitely not in that, you know, top tier, but I think he's at the top of the second tier. He's widely available too. So again, mm-hmm. if you, if you can't get
0: those those other guys who are in the thirty percent range, um, because they're just not available, and you deeper league folks, I think both is going to be somebody to consider. I think I would too. You know, it's been bad. Uh, for most of the season, but these last two starts here are really starting to show why there was interest in him coming into the year, and uh, I, th- I think I, I think I would. I mean, again, if you're in a deeper league, I don't know that you have many other options anyway. Mm-hmm. So I say, yeah, give, give it a shot there, Voth or Gomber. Voth. Oh, see, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm on Gomber there. That one's close.
1: I just don't uh, trust. Gomber, I I trust both to at least pitch somewhat deeply in that game. Okay,
0: okay, both or Brett Anderson.
1: I think I'm going Anderson, but if I really if I if I need the strikeouts more, I'll go both. Okay,
0: both or Nick Pavetta.
1: uh, (laughs) Well, this is weird. If I need the strikeouts, I go Pavetta. Um. I don't know,
0: 13 strikeouts in the last two outings there for both.
1: Yeah, I think I go... I'm going to go Pavetta just because I think the lineup might be worse in Atlanta on okay. Sunday. Okay. But, like, I think there's... I mean, that's it's a real toss-up
0: tough one it's tough one to be sure so uh yeah take a look at a lot of options there that you could consider for for sunday there's some pretty good ones there in the finale so uh good luck hopefully this helps kind of going through some things and like uh, justin said you can kind of listen to each day as as it comes up because this is going to end up being a little bit of a long one but uh hey justin good luck i know you're chasing some things down I have like one money spot I'm chasing down. Everything just <laughs> fell apart in the middle of September and it's just so frustrating, dude. So, so frustrating.
1: Oh, I mean that's the hard part. Like I would have been pretty stoked if this season had ended last week. <laughs> <laughs> I needed it then
0: like 2, 3 weeks ago, but uh, uh yeah, I I, I hear you.
1: Yeah, but no, uh, definitely chasing a few things down hoping to uh, you know, lock up a championship and uh or two and um uh and then you know cash in the main event to make the season very profitable so uh hopefully everybody else is uh still in the hunt um and win some championships always love to hear from people who uh won their league so uh definitely hit us up on twitter at sporer at justin mason fwfb
0: boom all right justin talk to you next week
1: take it easy